Let's cut through the mainstream financial advice out there. This is your quick financial tip from your rich uncle. How do these program like that and Medicare, how do they close up all the gaps there? Sure. So when you enroll in Medicare and you set up your original Medicare parts A and B, you have a couple of choices to how to fill in those gaps. One would be if you're still working, your employer coverage can coordinate with Medicare beyond age 65. A lot of people work well past 65 today, especially entrepreneurs (laughs) do, many. Yeah, some of them enjoy working, and so they continue to have business ventures past then. And then on the flip side of that, you have some that work because they have to. They don't have enough put away for retirement. And it's important then, especially for those individuals who set up Medicare as their primary coverage, when they retire, they have to make a transition over to Medicare as primary, and now we set up a supplement of some sort. And there's really two main routes you can go with that. You can purchase a traditional Medicare supplement, which does exactly what it sounds like. It's going to supplement what Medicare pays and fill in some of those gaps. It's going to pay for your deductibles, the co-pays and co-insurance and cost sharing that you would normally pay out of pocket. There's also newer options called Medicare Advantage plans, and these plans are where you can get your Medicare benefits through a private insurance company like an HMO or PPO that works very similar to group coverage that you've had when you were younger. And where a lot of the younger audience really needs to pay attention on some of this has to do with the political environment surrounding Medicare and Medicare for all. Sometimes we hear politicians say that maybe we'll transition into having Medicare Advantage plans for all. And we encourage people who are younger to begin being familiar with some of these terms, because although you'll be making these decisions for your own Medicare eventually, you may also have to vote on these types of things within just a few years. And so understanding how it works and what you want to expect to get out of the program when you turn 65 could be important for some of the voting decisions you make in the next few years as well. What's this like Medicare Part D thing we keep hearing about in the news? Yeah. So for 50, almost 50 years, people on Medicare had no outpatient drug coverage. In 2004, 2005, 2006, early 2006, we had people spending 10000 a year on their medications for diabetes because although Medicare paid for drugs in the hospital, it didn't pay for drugs that you pick up at the pharmacy. And Medicare Part D was created to solve that problem. Legislation was passed in 2006. We rolled out Part D, and this is voluntary pharmacy coverage. So you have a card that you show at the pharmacy. When you go in to pick up your prescription, you'll pay a copay for that medicine instead of full price. The coverage is voluntary because some people may need it. They might have VA coverage, and they get their drugs through the Veterans Administration. They might have Indian tribal benefits. They get their medicines there. They may just not take a lot of medications and don't see the need to enroll in Part D, but we do encourage everyone to learn about that coverage because one of the caveats to the program is if you don't enroll when you're first eligible and you don't have other creditable drug coverage like VA coverage or employer coverage, When you do enroll later on down the line, they'll penalize you for enrolling late and you'll pay more for Part D there on out based on that, how long you waited. So although the coverage is voluntary and very necessary, it is something that you want to pick up and be aware that if you don't have that coverage in place, you would be penalized later on for not having it. And probably the bigger risk is you don't want to be caught in the middle of the year and be diagnosed with a serious health condition that requires expensive medications and have no drug coverage and not be able to get into that coverage until the next annual election period in the fall when you can 
set up coverage to begin the following January 1st. So your agency sells like a tag along on top of the Medicare. Can you explain like exactly what gaps Mm -hmm. does that fill? Yeah. So we sell the Medicare supplement advantage plans and drug plans that supplement Medicare. So if someone were to contact us and they're 64, they're getting ready to turn 65, they're going to access our website. They're going to learn a lot about Medicare itself. We always encourage them to learn what Medicare, their federal government benefits provide them first so that they can understand where the holes are. And then that's where we come in as a broker. We work with over 30 different insurance carriers in all of the states that we do business, which are 48 states here in the U.S. And when we work with these products, someone might come to us and say, I want a Medicare supplement plan that covers everything. So I don't have anything out of pocket and I want a drug plan that's going to cover these three medications. Then we run searches using the type of software that we have to find suitable plans that are the most cost-effective for them, that provide the benefits they're looking for, that meets their needs and their budget. And on the drug side, of course, covers the medicines that they're going to need. So we basically shop among all the choices out there and help them find coverage. And that service is free. It doesn't cost the consumer anything. We're paid by the insurance companies the same way an auto insurance or homeowner's insurance broker would be. Lane is not a lawyer, CPA, but the dude did quit his engineering job and now owns thousands of rental properties. Learn more about the secrets of the wealthy. Join our community at thewealthelevator.com slash club. And if you're looking for a longer form podcast, also subscribe to the Wealth Elevator podcast.